Welcome home to philosophy, where we wonder about everything and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. The world is complicated. And you are complicated. Figuring out how to live a happy, meaningful life, guided by wisdom and reason, is not easy. Is life a game? What is love? Should I fear death? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. You fear that you will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if you think for yourself and question the rules and roles you've been told define you. Wisdom and reason will remove this illusion so you can live authentically in the world around you, find your true purpose, and become your real self. Episode number 69. Are these the biggest lies you still believe? Almost from the moment of birth, you've been told to believe half-truths, exaggerations, total falsehoods, uncritical assumptions, magical thinking, and lies about the world that you probably still believe are true. Here's eight of the biggest lies you should stop believing now. Number one, try. Try again. Keep trying. Never ever give up. Have you ever tried to make friends with a cat? You approach the cat but when you get too close to it, the cat runs away from you. The closer you get to the cat, the farther away it moves from you. So you give up, ignore the cat, and do something else. And as you comb your hair, or read a book, or bake a cake, the cat walks over to you and it rubs itself against your leg. And the cat makes you an important part of its world. Bukowski said, Don't try. You wait. And if nothing happens, you wait some more. You wait for it to come to you. When it gets close enough, you reach out and kill it. Some things happen only as a result of doing. Some things happen only as a result of not doing. We learn by doing. A stranger becomes a friend by waiting. Some problems 
are solved by effort. Some problems solve themselves by waiting. You can't hit a home run if you don't swing at the ball. But you have to wait for the right pitch. Surfers don't make waves. They just wait and let the waves come to them. Siddhartha tried and failed to attain complete enlightenment for six or seven years. Finally, Siddhartha was near death and forced to give up. And then Buddhahood came to him. Enlightenment had been searching for Siddhartha for years. And finally, when he stopped trying, enlightenment attained him. The philosophical founder of Taoism, Lao Tzu, asked, Can you remain tranquil until right action occurs by itself? The two things you should never chase are the two most important things in life. True friendship and true love. Wait, and these things will just happen. Relax, do nothing, and wait. Flow along with the natural course of things and just let go. Wait effortlessly and things just happen. All good things just happen. Bukowski believed this is so important to understand in life, in your life. How important? These two words are carved on Bukowski's gravestone. Don't try. Number two, rich people are superior to you. There are two ways to get rich. Entrepreneurs make money. Heirs take money. Heirs got lucky in a thousand different ways. Heirs did not choose their parents. Heirs did not choose their family or their family tree. Heirs did not choose to be a Disney or a Mars or a Rockefeller. Heirs did not choose a single atom in their body. Heirs are like potatoes. The most important thing about them is buried under the earth. Entrepreneurs also got lucky. Entrepreneurs do not choose when or where to be born. If Bill Gates had been born 
in 1855 instead of 1955, he wouldn't be the same Bill Gates. If Elon Musk had been born in South Dakota instead of South Africa, he wouldn't be the same Elon Musk. If Jeff Bezos had been born during the Industrial Revolution instead of the Internet Revolution, he wouldn't be the same Jeff Bezos. The most important thing about their success is pure luck. Some rich entrepreneurs do learn certain extraordinary skills. Some chimpanzees learn to ride a bicycle. Some bumblebees learn arithmetic. Some dogs learn to catch a ball in the air. Entrepreneurs don't possess some kind of secret knowledge. Entrepreneurs and heirs are just lucky. The rich are not gods. The rich are not superheroes. There is nothing supernatural or superior about them. The rich are not better people. The rich are no better than you. They just have more money. Number three. Priests know more than you about God, heaven, and hell. No one knows any more about God and the afterlife than you. No priest has ever died and after death returned to educate the living on what to expect in the afterlife. If you're a Christian, then you've read the New Testament. Now you know just as much about Jesus and heaven as the Pope. There is no secret book of vast knowledge. The Pope doesn't know any more than you. In his lifetime, Jesus discussed money more often than heaven. After his resurrection, Jesus had nothing to say about the afterlife. The Pope and other priests and religious leaders do have strong beliefs and convictions about the afterlife. Priests claim to know more than you. But claims are not proof. Beliefs are not proof. The Pope has never been to heaven. So how would the Pope even know heaven is the same for everyone? Why can't every person have a different afterlife? Let God be God. 
Why should Charles Dickens have the same afterlife as James Joyce? Why should Aristotle have the same afterlife as Nietzsche? Why should Kierkegaard have the same afterlife as Sartre? Why should Abraham Lincoln have the same afterlife as Jefferson Davis? Why should Errol Flynn have the same afterlife as Meryl Streep? Why should you have the same afterlife as your ex-husband? Why should a plantation owner and his slaves have the same afterlife? Why should a prison guard and his prisoners, or a rapist and his victim, or a junkie and his dealer have the same afterlife? Human history is littered with thousands of made-up gods and man-made religions. Montaigne said, Man is certainly stark mad. He cannot make a worm, and yet he will be making gods by the dozens. They can't all be true. They can't all be real. They can't all be right. But they can all be wrong. Number four, family is more important than friends. Family are expected to apologize to each other for being honest. Friends are expected to apologize to each other for being wrong. Don't expect real love from a family member who can't give you real honesty. One true friend who tells the truth to you is worth more than a thousand leaves on your family tree. Family is free. Friendship is earned. And what is free is never worth very much. Have you ever wondered why none of his family and none of his relatives were among the 12 most important followers of Jesus? Just friends. A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and among his own people, said Jesus. Number five, be very impressed by degrees and titles and awards. Degrees and titles and awards look pretty on a shelf, but these are things the world gives you. Your most priceless possessions are the things only you can give yourself. Be impressed not by worldly things that can be given and taken away. Be impressed instead 
by honesty, integrity, wisdom, kindness, humility, compassion, loyalty, and confidence. The world can't give you these things. You give these things to yourself by how you think, feel, and act. By how you use wisdom and reason to lead a virtuous life. No one else can give them to you or take them from you. Once degrees and titles and prizes are given and received, they are just as quickly forgotten. But the things you give yourself are timeless and permanent. They don't break. They don't rust. You can't lose or misplace them. Kindness, humility, compassion. The more you use them, the more precious they become. They last a lifetime. Number six, all Christians are good. What's the difference between how prostitutes and priests make a living? Prostitutes take off their clothes, but priests do much worse. Priests put on a mask. We don't just choose our beliefs. Just try believing that France does not exist. You can't give up. Belief requires a reason to believe. Sometimes it's confusing when people who call themselves Christians and who claim to follow Jesus do not practice his teachings and do not behave like the real Jesus. Where Jesus showed compassion, they show cruelty. Where Jesus showed kindness, they show hatred. Where Jesus showed mercy, they show contempt. What's going on? Why do they claim to believe in Jesus? Belief needs a reason. What is their reason to believe? It is not the real historical Jesus. It is not the person and character of the authentic Jesus. It is their manufactured man-made idea of Jesus. There is a difference between the idea of an umbrella and a real umbrella. Your idea of an umbrella can be any shape, size, or color you choose to make it. The idea of Jesus 
can be as cruel, hateful, and merciless as you choose to make it. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23, Jesus said what seems self-contradictory. He said, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So, if Jesus has no knowledge of you whatsoever, then how would he know your evil? What Jesus means is, I don't recognize you as my disciple. I am a stranger to you, and you are a spiritual stranger to me. I have friends of many different faiths, and I have been paying attention to humans and human behavior for more than 50 years. In my experience, the most Jesus-like, most Christ-like persons have called themselves Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, Jew, and even atheist. I've found that nuns those with no opinion are some of the best Christians. It is only Christians who give Christianity a bad name. Number seven, love is returned. In a perfect life, love should be exchanged only for love. Yet, there is no perfect life. Even Jesus was known to lose his temper and break things. So don't expect your love to be returned. Love is not always returned for love. Sometimes, love is exchanged for money. Sometimes, love is exchanged for fame power and prestige. Sometimes people will love you as long as it benefits them. But when the benefit stops, the love stops. Sometimes your most precious gifts, your loyalty, respect, and caring will be received as a drop of water in the ocean. Your love will be returned with indifference. Still, at their most ignorant, absurd, and foolish, it is your duty to love your species deeply and without reservation. Your love may not be returned with love. You may be spit on behind your back, you may be cursed. It will be painful. You will suffer. You will be tempted to exchange hate for hate. Confucius said, 
Don't do to others what you would not want them to do to you. The best revenge is to be unlike him who performed the injury, said Marcus Aurelius. Love, and you will get on pretty well in this world. And number eight, action is greater than reflection. Every idea, no matter how trivial or important, enters the world through the mind of one individual. From Einstein's theory of general relativity to your grandmother's recipe for apple pie, everything begins as an idea in the mind of one solitary person. The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts, said Marcus Aurelius. Your happiness is the direct result of not what you do, not action, but of what you think, reflection. World peace is not a thing. Peace doesn't exist in the world. Peace is in you. There is no such thing as a group mind. Committees don't give birth to truth. New ideas are born in you, the individual. If you can't find peace and truth within yourself, you won't find them in the world. If you can't find the answers you seek within yourself, you won't find them anywhere else. Still your mind. It is like water. When your mind is still and calm and peaceful, everything becomes clear. Buddha said, we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. Entrances to peace are everywhere in you. Don't look for peace in the world. Look for peace within yourself. Not one of your footsteps leads away from it. Thank you for listening. I hope you will take what you've learned and be a better person. Think for yourself. 
question everything, accept nothing that does not agree with your own reason and good sense. And I promise you, despite its sham and drudgery, you will get on pretty well in this crazy world. I'm Dr. Robert Corey. Until we meet again, be good.